0: Chapter 5 Randolph Wimple was sick with guilt, but that wasn't all. He limped from a twisted ankle. His pants were ripped from a thorny bush, his hair matted with sweat. From head to toe, he was covered with dirt. As he stumbled into the hotel at the edge of the jungle, people avoided him. The hotel lobby was stuffy and hot. A worker stood on a high ladder in the center, replacing a light bulb on the ceiling fan that wasn't working. I left him to die was the only thought running through Dr. Wimple's head. It repeated itself over and over again. He didn't know how he could live with it. Hobbling across the lobby, he reached a bank of telephone booths. He tried to enter one, but his backpack wouldn't fit. He took the pack off and put it on the floor, making sure to wrap the shoulder harnesses around his ankles, just in case. "'Plan F,' he muttered, fumbling in his pocket for change. "'What was plan F?' His fingers shook as he deposited his coins in the phone. It seemed to take forever, but his secretary finally answered. Ellie, Wimple here. Listen closely. You've got to send—' "'What? No, Ellie. I won't be making the faculty seminar on Monday. I don't even know if I'll be alive on Monday.' A twinge of pain shot up his leg. Must be the twisted ankle, he assumed. He shifted his weight to the other foot. He looked down and checked the backpack. It was gone.' There was a clattering of footsteps across the lobby's linoleum floor. Two men in white shirts were running away. One of them held the pack. Dr. Wimple dropped the phone receiver. He raced across the lobby. His exhaustion was gone, and he could barely feel his feet touch the ground. It took about five steps for his ankle to give out. Yeah! Dr. Wimple flailed his arms, grabbing the ladder for support. At the top, the worker windmilled his arms, trying to keep his balance. The light bulb flew out of his hand. The bulb exploded on the floor, sounding like a pistol shot. Startled, the two thugs jumped. They dove to the floor. At the same time, Dr. Wimple collapsed in pain. He landed in a heap, his outstretched arms inches from the backpack. The thugs lunged. Dr. Wimple grabbed. Give me that, Dr. Wimple said, desperately clinging to the pack. The thugs ripped open the top. One of them reached inside. The other pushed Dr. Wimple but not before Dr. Wimple had his hands inside the pack. His fingers closed around something smooth and heavy. He hoped it was the statue. Yeah, cried one of the thugs, shoving Dr. Wimple violently. Dr. Wimple rolled away, pulling out whatever it was in his hands. When he stood up, he saw the two thieves scrambling out the doorway with the backpack. He felt his arms being grabbed. All right, you bum, you're out of here, came a gruff voice. Dr. Wimple looked to his right and left, into the stern faces of two hotel security guards. "'Pardon me, signors," he said, "'but you have the wrong man!' That was all he could say before they tossed him out the front door. He cried out in excruciating pain as he landed on the well-trampled dirt out front. When the first wave of pain settled down, he looked to his hand. He was gripping it so tight that his knuckles were white, as white as the object he was holding—the light statue— It had been the worst day of Dr. Wimple's life. He had abandoned his colleague, broken his ankle, been humiliated by hotel guards, and allowed two common criminals to steal one of the most valuable relics known to man. But he had one small satisfaction. The two statues were separate. They could never end up in the temple together. Not that he really believed the ancient inscription, but you never know.